You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Friday, and I hope you're planning to join us on an Eastside campus this weekend as uh, I'm going to continue in part three of our series, Love Where You Live. You can find all the service times, locations at eastside.com. So this week, we've been asking the question, why does God allow suffering and evil in this world? And beyond that, how do we handle that suffering in the moment? And I kind of want to wrap up this conversation this week by reminding you that pain can serve a purpose in your life. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 7.10, for God can use sorrow in our lives to help us turn away from sin and seek salvation. And then he says, we will never regret that kind of sorrow. That's a pretty radical thought, isn't it? That we should never regret the sorrow that comes our way in life. Why? Because if it causes us to seek and then find God, the value of that experience is so great that it's worth whatever pain we experienced in the first place. Like a loving father who allows his child to get a painful shot followed by some stitches, God allows pain because he knows it's for our greater good. And maybe God allows the cancer to teach us to value what is eternal. Maybe God allows the difficult boss to teach us self-control. God maybe allows the unemployment to teach us faith. God maybe allows the baby that sleeps all day and cries all night to teach us patience. He doesn't cause all these things, but he does work them together for good. God never wastes a hurt. Can I share a thought with you that can be enormously powerful in your life if you'll embrace it? Remember, dark days don't last forever. And I know many of you have gone through some very dark days in your lifetime, and not for a second do I want to minimize your pain or suffering. But listen to this verse from 2 Corinthians 4.17, and think about the fact that it was written by the Apostle Paul, who had suffered beatings, where he was left for dead. He'd suffered shipwrecks, imprisonment, hunger, thirst, homelessness. And his perspective was, he says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Paul says, while the suffering is intense for a few years here on earth, that pales in comparison with the thousands and millions and billions of years in eternity. Friends, That's a picture of heaven. It doesn't deny the pain that you go through in this life, maybe every day of your life. But in heaven, after three billion years of no pain, no suffering, no sickness, no death, no evil, no terrorism, no mental illness, and someone comes up to you and says, hey, how has your life been? Wouldn't you say it's been unbelievable? Heaven is incredible to be in the presence of God who is so loving and a nail-scarred Savior who is so forgiving. I mean, it just exceeds my wildest dreams. And then they say, but but wait a second, didn't you? Didn't you have a tough time on earth before you got here? And you think back and you're like, oh yeah, it was tough. No denying that. But when I compare it with the love and joy, and the incredible goodness of God in this place, there's just no comparison with what I'm experiencing now. Now, maybe you wonder, why doesn't God just go ahead and usher in that new era in heaven right now? Come take us all back. Here's why. Because of his love for every person in this world, and because of his love for you. Second Peter 3, 9 kind of clears it up. It says the Lord really isn't slow about his promise to return, as some people think. No, he's being 
patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to perish. So he is giving more time for everyone to repent. You know, while you may be undecided about God, you need to know God is not undecided about you. And he patiently waits, hoping that with your free choice, you will freely choose to say, God, I want to give you my life. Jesus, I need to give you. I need a pardon from you. Be my forgiver, my leader. You see, the reality is if God were to come back right now, some of you, maybe some people you love wouldn't be ready and would miss out on the place Jesus has been preparing for 2000 years. And so God holds back the curtain of history and he patiently waits for us to respond to his love and grace. He's waiting for some of you. God, I thank you for your patience. And I thank you that even though we have to endure pain in this world, you're, you're holding back the curtain of time. So some of us, some of the people that we really love, have the opportunity to find the grace and hope of Jesus Christ. And God, I pray that people will find it soon. I pray that they'll find it before you return. And I thank you for the promise of heaven. I thank you for the place where there's no more tears, no more mourning, crying, grief, disease, sickness, or death. We look forward to that day in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you back here Monday. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 